Is it bad to be alone? Is it life-threatening to be alone? What are the pros and cons of being lonely? Should everyone be by themselves? On today's episode called Loneliness Won't Kill You, (laughs) we're going to be talking about just that. Can loneliness kill you? What loneliness is? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We're also going to be talking about the various attachment styles that people have. We're going to be talking about abandonment issues, how to uh, love yourself, how to create a safe space, as well as some of my personal goodies that I'm going to drop like fairy dust into this episode. But before I continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those sides and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and you leave a fabulous, I said fabulous. <laughs> That's because I got lip gloss on over my lips. So my lips got like stuck. Like, <laughs> so I said fabulous. Leave a fabulous five star review because you guys love the show. Ain't nobody going to beg your asses to leave a five-star review. If you want to leave one, you can. If not, then why are you even tuning in, hater? Anyways, um, someone just won my giveaway, Avi's Healthy Giveaway. If you want to go see who won the giveaway, uh, it's a wonderful, sweet, kind girl who lives very, very, or who stays very, very far away from where I am. I'm up here um, at Connecticut, and she's located at California. So if you want to go see that, she's over on my Instagram page, which is a Avi, Avishai L, V is in Victor or Victoria. So you can go see that on my Instagram page. This episode is an amazing episode because... This is something that so many people have trouble with. Everybody, most people have trouble with being by themselves. I've seen it in school, whether it was elementary school, whether it was middle school, whether it was high school, people had trouble being by themselves. And this is why you had 
you know, cliquish people. You had the popular children, you had the emo children, the gothic children or teenagers or whatever. And then you had the so-called the people that were called preppy or ghetto or whatever people called themselves. It was so weird. Like my school was very um, cliquish when I went to school. So everyone had a category once I got to high school, I kind of I popped out of that. I was like, I don't give a fuck where you think I am because I was just it was just annoying. I hated being put inside a box because I never fit in any of those. But anyway, so this is how society is today. People could be 50 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old, 80 years old, 12 years old, 14, 20, 30, 40. People like to fit in somewhere. People like to be accepted somewhere. People like to fit in somewhere. Um, for some people, they love to be at home in their own energy. They have a schedule. I'm heavily getting Virgo. <laughs> they have a schedule. This is for some Virgos. I saw this um, girl on TikTok, and she posted She posted a video about her schedule. She goes to bed at like 7, 7.30, and then she wakes up at 4, 4.30 every single day, and I'm like, that's dedication, and those are awesome times to go to bed and wake up. Um, sometimes my body naturally gets tired at that time. Not lately though. But anyway, I'm like, that is truly amazing that she's, she's on a schedule like that. So some people can be in their own energy. Some people, but some people were in her comments telling her that seems boring. And she's like, you're right. I am boring. I eat a special diet. I'm like, yep. She's a Virgo sixth house, all about health and service, um, mercurial. So she eats a specific diet. She, she knows, she knows herself. And I was, I was like, I commend her for that. Cause that's amazing. She's peaceful at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people struggle with being in their own peace because some people don't like to be with their thoughts. And I totally get that. Um, Oh, by the way, everyone, I forgot. I was just thinking of my book. I wrote a book. It's my autobiography and it is coming out very, very soon. Very, very soon. Like very, very soon, like around the corner soon. So, yes, I wrote an autobiography and you'll be hearing more about um, what I dealt with. So I'm trying to keep things not too, too personalized in this episode because I don't want to give it all away. You guys have been keeping up with all of my episodes and everything that I've been saying. And you're probably like, well, we pretty much know you. Oh, no, the fuck you don't. You do not know me that well. And for those of you who have just started tuning in, just don't go binge watch the other episodes. Read the book. And sometimes, you know, it's great to have audio, too, along with the books. You could be like you could listen to me on podcasts and read the book. It's just awesome. Go have a latte and all of that. I'm just so excited about it coming out. Um. But anyway, and no, it is not coming out during the retrograde. Uh-uh, I don't do that. Nope. I know astrology and all that stuff. It's not coming out during the retrograde. Things get messed up in all kinds of ways. Um, anyway, so a lot of people, they don't know how to be peaceful and cultivate that peace. They don't know how to master peace. Some people don't like being with their own thoughts because maybe they don't, they have unrest. There's so many people with mental health issues. And this is why it's the true pandemic. One of the true pandemics is suicide. There's so many people who have anxiety, depression, and then after depression comes suicide because you can only be depressed for so long until you're like, I can't go like this. I can't live like this anymore. And this is why people turn to, you know, medications. Um, and if not medications, you know, some people go the holistic route, but some people go the medication route. And um, 
instead of getting to the root of the problem. So like I said, we're going to talk about all of the attachment styles that there are um, to help you with that. But first, I really wanted to discuss what loneliness is. So I had a friend and I spoke about this in one of the beginning episodes. It was episode 102. And this was a time where I was really busting my ass and I was really working. I always bust my ass, but this was a time where I was traveling and talking about essential oils and I was sick at the same time and I was trying to get my health together. I was trying to help other people. I was trying to do so much stuff. I was trying to build up my finances. I had a big, huge vision for myself. I always have big, huge visions, by the way. It's good to have big, huge visions and implement them and just crush the fuck out of your goals. Crush the shit out of them. And... So me and her, she she got very funny acting and just flipped on me. She had like she's a therapist, too, by the way. She had unsubscribed to my newsletter. She um, blamed she was um, I guess she was purchasing oils. OK, with the company that I was doing and she was paying for them monthly. So I'm like, oh, she likes the oils. And she was also, you know, supporting me as a company. And I was like, oh, she's such a good friend. You know, I would always go and see her if she was sick. You know, we were really close. And then all of a sudden she flipped and she said due to her purchasing oils, you know, she started having trouble with her husband. And I'm like, OK, that's not my issue because I didn't. All you had to say was I can't purchase the oils anymore because the company I was working for, if you purchase the oils, it would help, you know, the person above you. So that's what she was trying to do. And I appreciated that. But all she had to say to me was I can't do it anymore. So she did it. She blames me for that. We got in a, a bit of an argument. It was a brief argument. It wasn't anything serious. And then we just I just cut her off because she said, you know what? You're going to be alone. So not only did she <laughs> start the argument, but she then she drilled the knife in or thought she did by saying, you're going to be by yourself. You're going to be alone. So. I looked at her. I was like, that's see how people this was on my trash projection episode because that's her fear. I don't have a fear of being alone. I will repeat that. <laughs> I will repeat that. I don't have a fear of being alone. I don't. I don't have it. I don't have a fear <laughs> of being alone. OK. And the reason I don't have a fear of being alone is because I really feel like everyone that I loved and was close to that had a significant impact on my life that I never thought in a million years I could live without, they're gone. So once my aunt passed away, which I discussed, and then my grandmother passed away, but I was really, me and my aunt were really, really close. Me and my grandmother were close too, but me and my aunt kind of had more of like a mother-daughter bond. Once she passed away and then it was like more people, which you'll hear more about in my book. OK, um, because it's part of my life. You'll hear about people that I don't talk about at all. Like it's more people. So I lost a lot of people and I'm like, OK, that doesn't phase me because I felt like my heart left when my aunt passed away. So to feel her gone, I'm like, OK, well, I could get through anything. My mom is still here, but we have a relationship to where if she I mean, that'll be devastating. That'll be very devastating. But then again, I'm not going to feel alone. <laughs> I'm not going to feel alone because, you know, we, we have our own discussions and we've discussed certain things. Um, 
And that's all set. And I'm not going to go into detail about, you know, those discussions. But on another note, I'm also a spiritual medium. So I'm literally, literally never alone. I have some clients come to me and they want me to channel their um, their relatives. And I had a relative near me today and I got like heavy, heavy chills. This person is was such a sweetheart. And so I'm never alone. I always have, you know, even people who I loved that are passed on. I speak to them, too. They speak to me, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm never by myself. I'm always connected to the spirit realms. Um, so in this realm, I don't feel alone because I always have the spirit realm. You see what I'm saying? This realm is an illusion in itself. Um, and see, you can't talk to basic bitchy people like that friend that I had, um, and no malice towards her, but I'm saying her thinking at the time was very basic. And my thinking was, you don't really, see, she really didn't get to know me as a person, like, in depth. She knew some things, but not in depth, to the point where I'm just sitting there like, do you really, girl, that is not a fear of mine, you know? Um, where my moon sign is, as long as I'm content, and have peace of mind I don't really care because I just have a strong sense of self a strong spiritual sense and I have firm boundaries and I feel like I feel like when those boundaries are crossed I don't need to um keep people in my life that are not going to be self-aware and they're going to keep crossing those boundaries because they haven't done their healing work. I'll say that again. I'm not going to keep people in my life who are going to keep crossing my boundaries who haven't done their healing work. So I'd rather let you go. Um, another thing people don't understand is that when you're cut out of my out of my life, I don't have love there anymore. And um, I've talked to my mom about this and I was like, hmm, is that normal? You know what I'm saying? But then I looked at my astrology and it is normal according to where my placements are. I have the ability to love you intensely when you are loyal, when you are kind, when you're a kind hearted person, when we truly get along and you don't overstep my boundaries. But when you continuously do something or I feel like certain energies from you and your actions follow those energies that I'm feeling, the love goes away, and it's not something that I can help, honestly. It goes away. There's no love there. Like, I'm literally, it's almost, it's literally, I could have known you for 40 years, and I'm not even 40. I could have known you for, like, over 25, 27 years. I could have known you for three years, and we could have, like, been very close. If you continuously, like, overstep my boundaries or, you know, I'm very intuitive or I pick up on certain things, it's like, goodbye, I, it's like I don't know you. It's like you literally become a stranger to me and an enemy at that, which is even worse with me, because if you're an enemy with me, I usually get away from my enemies. So however that looks like is however that looks like. So it's just best to be a kind person, especially when getting to know me. And I know people mess up, you know, and I'm forgiving. I'm more forgiving now. I used to cut people off for like minute shit back then. Um, I'm a little more forgiving now, but not that forgiving to where I'm going to keep doing the, oh, you're going to keep doing the same behavior type shit. Like my spirit would really have to say, be patient with this person, be patient with this person, because I will gladly 
it's all about how I feel and my peace of mind because at the end of the day, I don't want to have, you know, like I just heard that scripture, every weight and sin that does so easily beset me. To me, that scripture means, you know, holding on to people's toxicity. They're not doing their shadow work, so they're projecting on you. That's what sin means. If you look up the etymology, S-I-N, C-I-N, it has to do with the moon. It has to do with your dark side, your shadow side. Some people don't work on their shadow, and then they project onto you. And that's not good, and that holds you back in life. So you can decipher that scripture if you want. This is my revelation of it, and that's the beauty of scriptures is that you get different revelations uh, based upon your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and that's where my wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is at. So that's where I'm getting my info. So that is not a fear of mine, but it is a fear of many people because... There's different attachment styles. So some people have what, there's four attachment styles, okay? So you have anxious attachment, which is number one, okay? Number two is avoidant attachment. Whoops. Number three is ambivalent attachment, and I'm going to go over these in detail, And number four is the neurologically disorganized attachment, okay? So I'm going to start off with avoidant attachment. Or anxious attachment, sorry. So anxious attachment, this is when one feels extreme anxiety connected to abandonment. So some people have had uh, abandonment issues, and they don't like being abandoned, Um, and I totally get that. I totally get that. And like I said, you'll get that more in my book, but I totally get that people don't like to feel abandoned and it's, it's, it makes you feel discontented when people leave and how this plays out in adulthood is, um, you don't really, you kind of turn into a people pleaser because you don't want to make anyone upset because you don't want them to leave you. Um, the next way this um, affects someone who has anxious attachment is some, especially or men or women, you could have multiple partners. Um, you could also turn into narcissists. You like to always have people around. Um, some people don't like to commit to people because they don't want that person they truly love to leave them. So they feel like having 50 women or a woman having like 50 to 100 men is going to satisfy that need to um, not feel abandoned. So they don't like to offer opportunities for people to cut them off um, and things of that nature. And this stems from, you know, trauma, certain experiences. Some people can turn um, narcissistic as well where you kind of flip it around and hold on to people that way. People become like tied to you and feel that they need you because you're the one with the abandonment issues. So you kind of flip it around. Um, So there's more on that. There's a bunch of uh, great pages on uh, mental health and things of that nature. But that's one of the attachment styles, the ancient attachment styles. So the next one is the avoidant attachment, okay? 
So this is sadness related to emptiness and loneliness. They see their sadness as unending and go to great lengths to avoid expressing it to the point that they often do not think they are sad. Interesting. Interesting. So this is someone who's like constantly anxious. Um, this is someone who really can't express themselves. Honestly, if I was to look at this from an astrology standpoint, this would be like Aquarius right here because they don't really this Aquarius, Gemini. Um, trying to think of what else. Maybe Capric Capricorn, Sagittarius, maybe. Maybe it all depends. <clears throat> Not saying everyone who's this sign is this way, but it's just like where it's aspecting in your chart. You're not really likely to really express yourself as you should, you know. Um, so some people may complain of it says some people may complain of continual headaches. Um, touching may result in physical aggression. Pull away when touched or say it itches or it hurts. So this is someone who probably was abused. They like their own space. Um, they're passive aggressive. It's almost like for this person, this is interesting. They remain hypervigilant. This is someone who has been um, involved in like sexual abuse or physical abuse or something like that. Someone who wants to um, avoid avoid conflict, possibly um, someone who doesn't like for people to touch them because they associate it with harm. So they may make up some sort of a story so they don't get harmed. This is someone who's definitely gone through sexual abuse or some sort of trauma. You don't like people in your space. Um, you don't like when people overstep your boundaries. You don't like any of that. Um, that's very interesting. Very, very interesting one. The next one, and that shows up especially in children's, but it, it's also for adults as well. So the ambivalent attachment disorder, um, the primary emotion is rage. So there's really no... So you're openly angry verbally and behaviorally. Um, this subtype is most interested in fire, gore, and death, and at least developed in terms of conscious. Again, this is also bringing me, see, a lot of times these therapists and doctors and whatnot, they will diagnose people with um, certain illnesses. Some will get to the root, but then some don't get to the root of the problem. And me, as a person who studies astrology, this has fire signs written all over it. However, it's related to the trauma. So I would have to look at your birth chart and see where the trauma occurred to see how it's playing out through the signs. Those of you who are interested into astrology understood what I meant. Um, if you want to ask questions, feel free to email me on that. But this is someone who is like directly aggressive, not passive aggressive. Um, destroy, own, and others' property. This was me. This was totally me, and you will read about it um, in my book. I was never passive-aggressive with anything. I think I had a mixture of avoidant attachment and ambivalent attachment um, because I didn't like to feel trapped. So I was avoidant attachment because I hated feeling trapped and ambivalent attachment where I didn't know to, where to place my anger sometimes and I would just lash out and hurt people and not give a fuck because as long as I was protecting myself, 
That's all that mattered. And it's due to trauma. And this is what a lot of adults don't get to the root of. They're just like, I don't like being alone. Like you hear a lot of people, I don't like to be alone. It's like, but why do you get to the root of it? A lot of Libras too, astrologically wise, don't like being alone because that's the sign of, you know, relationships. Um, You know, it's Venus ruled. So it's all about love and relationships and peace and harmony. I mean, a Libra could go kind of cuckoo if they don't have any social interaction. It also depends on what's aspecting what in your birth chart because everyone's not the same. Um, you could have a lot of Virgo and want to be by yourself. It all depends. It all depends. I would have to see birth charts. And then you have the neurologically disorganized attachment disorder. Okay, this is some someone who has their anxiety is chaotic. Their speech can be erratic um, with odd arrangements of words and sentences. I feel bad for whoever this is. Um, I can certainly help you with this. If this is you, I could help you with all of these. I work with people. I'm an expert in the field of mental health because I've dealt with mental health myself, um, emotional, physical, and spiritual, okay? So someone with this diagnosis, they're susceptible to dysregulation on multiple levels. So you could feel very out of balance. You could feel even bipolar um, sometimes, okay? Um so the behaviors, you can have hallucinations where you're hearing voices, unpredictable behavior, learning difficulties, um, unusual speech patterns. This is someone who is like very fearful, very fearful. They don't know where to begin. They're always in, um, what's the word for it? They're always in that anxious mode, for lack of a better word. They're always on go. They're always um, in that fight mode uh, or flight mode rather where it's like they want to leave, but they feel like they can't. This is someone who has gone through, like, severe trauma, um, has probably been constantly abused, constantly put down on a daily basis, and uh, just don't know what to do with themselves. They can't really tell truth from reality. Someone like this could have been manipulated by a relative or by someone who did the trauma to them. Um, this could even this could happen in adulthood as well. This is not limited to childhood to adulthood. So those are the different attachment types. And these is this is why so many adults do not like to be by themselves. Some people do. Some people don't. Um, like I said, it all depends on your attachment style. It all depends on your attachment style. Um but you're like I said, you're never really alone. So I'm going to show you <laughs> why it's good to love to be alone um, because you should be prepared for this should anything happen. Um, it's funny. I was watching uh, this episode on Twilight Zone and there was this librarian. He wanted so badly for everyone to disappear and for him to have his library filled with books and all this stuff. And he got his wish and he loved it. He was like, I'm alone now. But then his glasses broke. Okay. And this has nothing to do with what I'm saying, but it wasn't that he was alone that he had trouble with. It was the fact that his glasses broke. So it was his eyesight that failed him. The only person and that that brings me. Oh, this is heavy. This is deep. The only person who could leave you is you. I'll say that again. The only person who can leave you is you. And this is why it's super important. 
No one is ever fully healed. We constantly heal on a daily basis. We constantly vibrate to new levels. You know, new levels, new devils. And those devils decrease. You know, they decrease. For some people, they increase. And that's poor boundaries. And I could certainly work with people on that. But when you're elevating, you could handle anything with ease and with grace, okay? When you're elevating, you could handle everything with ease and with grace. And um, the only person that disappointed that man that broke his glasses was himself. The only person... See, when you meet people, you like people for certain reasons, right? You like people for what they can give you. I was actually watching someone on um, on Instagram, and they were saying how there's a person for everyone. You know, when someone's narcissistic, and they're not self-aware, of course, they there's a person for everything that they need. There's a, If they like women that cook, they will find one woman that cooks, if that other woman doesn't want to do laundry, they'll find one that does laundry. Uh, if that one doesn't want to give them oral sex, they'll find one that will give them. To- so now you have three different women for three different jobs, right? So when you meet a friend or when you get into a relationship, you're in a relationship or a friendship with that person because they are offering you something to help you grow, right? Um, This is why sometimes when you are friends with someone, you grow apart because you two have done the work. There's no more to learn from each other. You just don't gel anymore. And that could be a good thing. But sometimes you're friends with someone. Maybe you're more introverted and you have a friend that's like, let's go out. And they bring out your wild side. So you need that friend for that. But then say you're not healing yourself or healing a certain wound and that friend leaves you. Oh, it's devastating because they were bringing out something in you that you didn't have in yourself. I'll say it again. That friend was bringing something out in you that you didn't have yourself. So what does it go back to? You. You have to be the person that brings things out of you, that does stuff that no one else can do for you. And then when you do have friends or relationships, it's just an added bonus. But don't ever think that you need other people. Is it good to have people? Yes. I think there's a biblical scripture for that. You know, however... Should it come worse to worse happens and there's like a, I don't know, a big ass asteroid falls or a big ass, I don't know, bomb goes off and everyone dies except for you. You should feel so content on this planet to where it's like, it's okay. It's okay that everybody is gone because I am everyone. You know, like Whitney Houston and Shaka Khan's, I'm every woman. You are everything within yourself. Everybody is a beautiful gift. Hopefully they're a beautiful gift that comes, crosses your path and comes into your life and helps you on your journey. That's great. People are great to be around. I'm not saying don't be around people. I'm saying learn to cultivate an environment within yourself, okay? It's truly, truly important. It's truly, truly important. Um, Discover new things about yourself. That brings me to self-love. You know, what do you like to do? How can you get to the root of your attachments? You know, 
And I know people listening in, they're probably like, whoa, this is me. Even reading that, I was like, hmm, some of that is me. You know what I mean? And it, it hits you and you're just like, oh, got stuff to fix. Um, <laughs> you know, so that's a good thing. It's good to be triggered sometimes. It's good to be triggered sometimes. Um, going within can be difficult. It could be very difficult, especially if you're not an emotional person. You know, that's all Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. That's emotions, you know, so it's not hard for a Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, sun or dominant or rising sign or moon sign or Mercury or Mars or Venus to delve into their emotions. However, if you are more air and fire or even earth, that's going to be a little more difficult, a little more difficult for you, a lot more depending on how much of a sign you have in your chart. I know for Aquarius, for sure. Aquarius and Gemini, um, Libra is all about peace and harmony. They're not that emotional, but they're a little bit more understanding, a little bit more empathetic than Aquarius and the Gemini signs. Um, I'm not saying they're not empathetic. I'm talking about the sign itself, not the people. So the sign itself is not an emotional sign, okay? Um, just like Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, those are not emotional signs. They're very earthy. They're very materialistic. They're very 3D. However, that that's when you have that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that gets added on it. And then if you go to discover spirituality, then you're going to build a person. This is why I love astrology because it's like you came in here as a certain sun sign, but then you got all these beautiful aspects and everything aspecting in your chart and you can it forms you as an individual and you learn these fabulous lessons like everybody has their own gps okay but that was my astrology tangent tangent so go book a purpose reading with me so you could discover what your purpose is on this earth based off of your astrology chart which i do for my clients worldwide <laughs> and they absolutely love it so you want to start getting to the root as to why you don't like to be alone. What would happen if you were alone? How would you feel? What would it trigger? I'm going to say it again. What would that trigger? What memory would that trigger if you were alone? Like seriously, what memory would that trigger if you were alone? What memory would it trigger? Write it down. Write everything down that I'm saying. It's going to trigger something, I guarantee it. Um, but I'm, I'm always happy as long as I'm peaceful. And people, the general population, there was another lady who was doing like the narcissistic spectrum. And I'm like, oh, my God. So that means everybody's narcissistic. But it's like, no, that's not what that meant. Um, she was just saying how... There's people who do not have boundaries, so they're at the low end. Then there's, you know, society, they're a bit normal. You know, they're a bit normal there. Um, and then there's the middle half, you know, or the, the above average half of people who love themselves. They could be by themselves. They're very wise. They're very witty. They're very intelligent. And I was like, okay, well, I fit into that because um, I'm all about how I feel. Because that's what we're on this earth to do is learn about excel to our higher selves, learn about ourselves and do our purpose. That's literally what we're on this earth to do. But to people who are not tapped in to that dimension, you know, to that um, command of the universe, the creator, spirit and angels, they're going to look at you like you're 
selfish, you know, and I was called that too when I was working to help my family. I was called selfish and I was like, hmm, okay, you know, but it's okay. That's okay to be called that as long as you know why you're, as long as you're peaceful. Are you peaceful? That's, that's all it is at the end of the day. It's not that you're an asshole to other people. It's that, listen, there are mental health issues are real and I like to be peaceful. Okay. I've been there, done that. I've been there, done that. And you'll hear more about that in my book. <laughs> in my book, I'll be sharing the cover um, this week, actually, on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Probably LinkedIn, too. I haven't been on my LinkedIn. Hmm. I got to do that again. So that is one way. That are, those are the ways that you can really delve in and start to see um, why you feel like you're alone. Like I said, I'm never really alone. But for people who are not spiritual mediums and all of that, start talking to get to know the angels, read a book, like start to delve into everything that you love and you will start to build like a universe. Man is mine. Like you literally don't live in this world. You live in your mind. Your mind is projecting this arena of people, places and things. But if you want your mind to see something else, it can like if you look at the Bible, Yeshua, he disappeared. Where did he go? Where did the dude go? Yeshua, where did you go? I love Yeshua. Where did you go? Where did he go? He went through another portal because he did it with his mind. He did it with his mind. You know, people bend spoons out of this bitch. People levitate out of this bitch. It's amazing. Your mind is powerful. There are so many powerful things you can do. Like, there's other dimensions. If you're focused on this basic bitchy, like, plane of earth and soul, this plane of soul, like, come on. There's so many other places, so many other dimensions, so many other earths. Like, we're not really going to discuss. I just heard moons, too. Oh, there's a lot of moons, you know. So I just heard Galactica. <laughs> that was funny. I guess you guys can go look that up. That was a channel message. So. In terms of self-love, start doing things for yourself on a weekly basis. To people who don't love themselves, it's going to look selfish. You can't live your life for them. Get your nails done. Get your hair done. Get a lip gloss. Get a lipstick. Get a pair of shoes. Um, work on your creative projects. Do everything that you love. Take a break. Watch a movie. Get yourself some supplements. Go to the gym. Go on a roller coaster. Go to the pumpkin patch. It's okay to have fun. And it's okay to be by yourself. It's okay to be by yourself sometimes, you know. It's not that you want to be by yourself for all eternity. And like I said on my Instagram page before, I don't want to be by myself for all eternity at all. And I'm not saying I don't want anybody, but I've learned from experiences how to be by myself. You know, there was um, some points in my life where I was like, you know, why don't I have anybody? You know, what's going on? This is when I was like overweight and I was sick too. And I was like, you know, what's going on? And I was really in my feels because I was absorbing a lot of energy and I just didn't understand it. I still thought I was, you know, decent looking. Looking back at pictures, I'm like, no, you kind of look sick. But still, that was the love I had for, I had some love for myself. Um, and I was accepting, you know, toxicity from, from people and, um, attachments and, and, and certain things that I had. And now I don't have that. And it's very freeing. It's very freeing. So I'm just free flowing and, and vibing. And, um, that's it. Like I said, I'm not telling everyone to be single forever and 
have no friends, I'm telling you that worse comes to worse. What are you going to do? Are you going to end it all or are you going to continue? So I'll leave you with those questions. Uh, have a unfiltered day. Have an unfiltered day. And I will see you next week. Mwah.